Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fluent English with Ruchika. It's 26th April, 1.55pm while I'm recording this episode and I will be talking about something that I decided to create an episode on. The first time the thought of having my own podcast came to my mind and that was last year, 2021. But I thought of beginning with English language at that point of time and now that I'm talking about it, that is communication skills, let me tell you one thing. Communication skills have nothing to do with the language that you speak. Communication skills are extremely relevant no matter what language you speak, English, Hindi, Telugu, Marathi, Punjabi, any language. What I mean by that is, the six points that I'm going to mention in the next few minutes remain significant and important no matter I communicate in English or Hindi as that's my first language. So when you say you wish to improve your communication skills, you are referring to the way you communicate and not the way you use a certain language. So if you have been thinking of learning how to structure sentences, getting acquainted with more words, vocabulary and being fluent, that's where you're focusing on spoken English, suppose, or language learning and not communication skills. And there is a possibility that you wish to concentrate on both, both English language uh, learning and English language proficiency as well as communicating effectively. Because I personally also believe that we need a combination of both, a good understanding of the language that we speak along with the right way of communicating. And I'm sure this is something that you are also looking forward to. So let's get into the six points I have brought for you today. The first point that I have for you is to decide the mode of communication whenever you wish to talk to anybody. Now, despite the language that you speak in, uh, should it be verbal or written? If verbal, should it be on a voice or a video call or through a personal meeting? If it's a written, written mode of communication that you're following, should it be a mail or a text or a WhatsApp message or a message on Instagram, on social media website? What kind of written communication or mode then? Now, you might just ask, what's the need of thinking so much? Because it is important. It all depends on the message that you wish to communicate. Um, let me give you an example. You might find it appropriate to mail your boss directly for one day leave that you might need next week as it might not be a big deal getting a one day leave. However, if you need a leave of more than a week, mailing them directly, of course, would not be the right way. You should have a verbal communication with your boss in which you can mention that how your work is going to get managed if you are not there and you'll have to sound extremely polite as you want the other person to say yes. Similarly, suppose if you often mail a report of your work at 6 p.m. or a particular timing to a particular person and if it is delayed for some reason, you might call the person concerned to pass this information or drop a text message because you need the person to be informed so he doesn't wait for your mail or doesn't have any wrong impression that why your mail hasn't reached his or her inbox. In such a case, face-to-face -face verbal communication is not required. So yes, it is extremely important for you to decide what mode you choose depending on what message you wish to pass and the relationship you share with the other person. So the first point that we always decide whenever any thought comes to my mind that yes, I want to talk to that person or this person. Okay, what mode of communication should I follow? Should I call? Should I text? Should I WhatsApp? What should I do? So the first point is that. The second point that I have is to be mindful of the time at which you communicate. Now, this might be unusual for you to hear as mostly it is not one of the first points to be discussed when it comes to communication skills, but it is certainly important. I'll again give an example. Let's say you were supposed to pass some piece of information through an email in the morning and you completely forgot about it. This is something that can happen with anybody. It has happened with me as well. Suddenly, you got reminded of it at night. So you might think of emailing it right away instead of waiting for the next morning. 
Of course, had it been something urgent, you must have been reminded by somebody else or you must meet at that point of time. But if it's just a casual piece of information, something uh, that can be passed the next morning, so the best time would be to mail the next morning. If you send it quite late at night, just because you got reminded of it and you might also think that, oh, what if I forget it tomorrow morning, so let's just mail it right now. The possibility is the person might just look at it and not take any action or do anything about the information which he or she might have done during the day because they must have been working. Also, you are sending an impression that you are working quite late at night and you are in a way opening doors for others to call you for any work if they have in future at night also. So, the time that you communicate, that is also something that sends the message about you. Something uh, that how you work or when you work. You are communicating something about your personality whenever you are communicating anything. It is whether it's uh, 12 at noon or 12 at night. So the second point is deciding the time that you communicate. The third point that I have for you is choosing the right sequence of the information you wish to pass. What I mean by that is prioritizing the thoughts you have in your mind. Now this can be useful when it comes to answering any question without preparation or if asked suddenly also. What I mean by that is whenever you need to answer any question or you need to pass any piece of information, you need to pass instructions, you need to explain a particular process or anything that you wish to speak, there are many a times multiple thoughts in our mind. And it is very important for us to prioritize those thoughts. Prioritizing your thoughts would mean deciding which one is the most important to go first or to come out of my mouth first. So it could be in any language, English, Hindi, Punjabi, it could be in any language. For example, many a times people ask me that, okay, how can I get fluent in English? Okay, so there are multiple ways, multiple thoughts come into my mind. Okay, there are multiple ways you can get fluent. You can practice a lot. You can be part of spoken English groups. You can read, you can listen to podcasts, you can watch English videos, you can write in English, you can enhance your understanding of English grammar, you can improve your vocabulary. So many thoughts. And suppose if I give all these thoughts away in such a way, in a disorganized way to you, you will not be able to make something out of it and it will not be helpful to you as well. And you might just think that, oh, I just asked for suggestions and all I got were random points and I don't know. Again, you will you will be left with nothing to work upon. So at that point of time, it is my duty as the person who is giving suggestions to uh, divide all the thoughts and all the ways of getting fluent that I have in my mind and give them a particular order that what is the most important thing you should be doing then uh, what are the other things you should focus on so that you know by the time I stop speaking or by the time you stop reading my message of suggestions you have it already with you and you are not confused so that is where structuring your thoughts or prioritizing your thoughts come into picture so what would i do is i would talk about probably three or four points that the first thing that you have to do is practice a lot speaking in english now you can do that with your colleagues with your friends or you can join a spoken english group second thing you need to expand your vocabulary so for that you can listen to podcasts you can read and you can uh, watch videos as well the third thing i might just say that you need to expand your uh, knowledge of english grammar also for that, you can go for some basic books or reading. You can note the certain kinds of sentences which are difficult for you. So I can add some more as well, de uh, depending on the time that I have uh, with myself to pass this combination of suggestions or to how long I 
want my message to be if it's a written mode of uh, communication that i'm following so by the end of this you will be clear that okay richika is talking about three points number one is practice there are certain ways i can practice number two is expanding my vocabulary again there are certain ways i can go for that and the third one is um, my knowledge of english grammar so again there are a few steps that i can do for that so this is how i structured all the thoughts that i have in my mind and i categorized them and i gave it to you so that it is completely clear to you the third point that we have is structuring our thoughts or prioritizing our thoughts moving to the fourth point and this is extremely important and this is my favorite as well it is mirroring the communication style of the person you are communicating to now you must agree with me on this uh, that every person has a communication style every person has a particular tone that they follow communication style in terms of what they prefer do they prefer the text or a call or video call or what and do they prefer getting on a call in the morning or in the evening or in the middle of the day before a meeting after the meeting what is their preference over a period of time if you are communicating with person that you already know you have been working for a long period of time you start understanding their patterns you start understanding that okay the person does not reply after five o'clock so i would message the person before five o'clock or the person prefers a morning call so i'll prefer that i call him or her in the morning so basically mirroring their personal communication style that they have so that you are at the same page you are at the same level and they are also building the same understanding with you and not just with time or with mode of communication but also the tone that they follow now i might be really excited and i might receive a, a very dull response from you so i might not remain excited i'll also change my tone i'll also get a bit calm i'll also try to add that um, calmness within my tone as well so that i match with the tonality that you are using at that point of time so this is what we do this is how you have to understand how the other person is communicating to you in order to mirror their communication style if you are really excited i might also talk to you in an excited way or you might also pass this and that energy to me so this is another thing that you need to understand and many a times we miss this point why we miss this point is most of the times we are focused on us how am i communicating whether i'm using the correct sentence structure whether i'm uh, looking nice whether would be the other person thinking what what should i say after he stops speaking so all these thoughts are usually in our mind and we forget to focus on the other person so yes understanding the other person's communication style that what kind of conversations do they prefer do they prefer actually listening to you for 5 minutes or they have a patience level of just 2 minutes so understanding how they communicate and with people you work regularly you spend time regularly you must be knowing their communication styles i am assuming that So that was the fourth point. The fifth point that I have is something that you must have heard here and there and that is extremely important that is showing interest by asking questions. Now, you might just begin a conversation with me and I'm just answering the questions that you're asking. So of course, I'm not passing any sign that yes, I am interested in talking to you. Though I might be interested, but I am not showcasing it to you. And you might just think that oh, she is not interested in talking to me, but I might be. i might be am but i am not asking questions so it is not being clear to you and you might have a wrong idea about it now what kind of questions open ended questions or closed ended questions uh, open ended questions are usually preferred in order to know more about the other person in order to allow the other person to speak more when you are really interested you want them to expand their thoughts you want them to expand on what they are talking about ask some open ended questions how it happened or what happened or uh, 
why do they think so instead of saying that okay you think in a particular way or you think in that particular way instead of giving them the options to pick tell ask them to expand on that themselves instead of telling them that or instead of asking that do you feel angry do you feel sad simply ask what do you feel or how do you feel so that you are giving the other person the chance or the opportunity to express their feelings and thoughts themselves instead of you giving them the option of picking between between angry or sad or happy so showing interest by asking questions is really really important in any in any situation be it an interview uh, be it a conversation you have with your boss regarding a project be it a conversation with the client that you are onboarding you need to show your interest by getting a, getting them excited or showcasing your excitement that yes you are really interested in working with them so in any situation be it your fam family or friends yes showcasing your interest is really important so we have had five points uh, so far the sixth point that i have for you is to add something of your own in any conversation what i mean by that is that yes we need to be extremely polite in any conversation that we have we need to create an open environment for the other person or a safe space for the other person to communicate so that they feel that they can trust me with information or they feel open to come to me later on while they want to communicate so that uh, they feel particular sort of safety while they talk to me safety in what way that i might i will not judge them i will not pass this piece of information somewhere else they have they must have that sort of trust within me they should have this think uh, this thought in their mind that okay if i'm going to talk to ruchika she is going to listen to me and she is not just going to be in a hurry to uh, go and work off something on her own so such kind of adding things from your side is really important and how how do you do that just being really kind to other people that is something i practice and this is something that comes naturally to me and i often get such things to hear from my students and from people in my program or people other people as well that they get this kind of positivity from my side and i don't understand what they mean by that many a times because positivity in what way in what uh, in my vibe or in the way i communicate in what way when they try to explain this they always say that it is because you listen to us or you are so patient or you allow us to blabber for so many minutes you don't interrupt us in between so then i realized that okay this is my personality this is something that comes naturally to me but it might not be natural to you you might have the habit of interrupting something which i also do sometimes uh, or you might have the habit of not focusing more on the other person and just focusing on your work focusing on your phone it could be any reason it could be any reason so the sixth point is to add something on on your own means they should think at the end of the conversation that okay this is the person this was the right person that i talked to and the next time something like this comes up i'm going to contact this particular person or i'm going to stay in touch with this particular person it could be again in any situation it could be among your relatives among your friends among your colleagues with your boss yeah you might just think that no i don't want my boss to call me for any work but you would like to leave a good impression of course so by adding something of your own what i mean by that is adding a combination of politeness willingness to listen positive energy and creating a safe space for the other person that is i believe is reflecting something of your own and not many people have that so if you have that yes you are a great communicator so these were the six points that i had for you number 1 was focusing on the mode of communication then we talked about how time is another important factor the third point was 
choosing the right sequence of information that you pass then the fourth point is mirroring the other person's communication style then we talked about how showing your interest by asking questions is really important and if you don't do that if you don't ask questions please start asking you might also come across as a confident person and the sixth point is add your personal touch to whomever you communicate to this really helps this really helps the other person in con- getting connected to you and that connection is something that everybody is looking for so yes these are the six steps that i have for you i hope it helps i hope you enjoy listening to this podcast i and i hope you are going to come back to listen to more episodes that i have thought of in coming few weeks so thank you so much for listening till the end bye bye take care